and we call it soccer a podcast by two united fans i'm colin i'm producer nick and i'm caleb this week sparkle donkey isn't paying us to sell their products that's sweet that might change who knows right listen to find out please do it we want the money Okay. How much sparkle donkey tequila do you need to drink in order to still be sick two days afterward? I've never had sparkle donkey tequila, so I can't speak from experience. I actually have. I'm guessing a lot. I consumed a lot of it, and I was only sick for one day afterward. So two days. Dear God. Why, is someone in this room still sick? Uh, no, that's the reason that someone is not in this room. Yeah. Uh, is Notch that the is, reason? Notch is unavailable this week. Um, it, he apparently has a really bad cold that he had uh, during his trip to see the loons in Seattle. Which is also what I would say if I was still sick from Sparkle Dr. Tequila two days later. Yeah. I would say, oh, it's bad cold. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> we we must say that Sparkle Donkey Tequila they are not sponsors of us but they no. are sponsors of like every single away team in MLS which is pretty awesome I think they sh- they shouldn't be a sponsor of us Oh hey uh hey guys Oh hey Peter Nick Hey wait but the championship is a game. Yes, of course. Go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> I will say uh, in Notch's place this week, I guess, sort of, uh, Sparkle Donkey was so great to the Dark Clouds, uh, Stefan over there. I, You know, I'm sure he could do something for us. Uh, I know. He, I'm going to, I'll send this to him and I, I know uh, he'll, he'll, I don't know. Yeah, I've yeah. never had Sparkle Donkey tequila. I would like to have Sparkle Donkey Sparkle Donkey Tequila sponsored my tickets for the home opener, which were a lot better than my actual tickets. That's right. Which led to me being able to sell my tickets and buy a bunch of Sparkle Donkey Tequila because it was my birthday. Oh, that's right. Oh, yeah. That was a... That was was wonderful. But that was a shit show. So thanks to Sparkle Donkey Tequila. The coolest thing about Sparkle Donkey is that they um, really focus on supporting the supporters' culture of soccer. So they're not necessarily supporting Minnesota United or whatever team, Seattle, whoever it is, because they're based in Seattle. But they really they really focus on supporting the supporters, which is pretty awesome. Um, so yeah, they're 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 gonna have some stuff at the Dark Clouds uh, end of year event. I know for to give away is like swag and um, yeah, they're just they're just an awesome company. Check them out. It's really good tequila too. There was a lot of it that was consumed. Thank you, Stefan. <laughs> also at the Dark Clouds <laughs> auction, it's this Thursday. Um, we'll be in a spot on this very podcast. Indeed. So yeah. if you would like to be on this podcast, which pay the Dark Clouds yeah. money. Uh, pay I mean, more than you would to be on a 55 one or Dave's I know. Please. Like, we, we, we've been last both years. It's yeah, been, it really hurt our feelings. You, you could don't even, make us sad. It make us sad. We should we should also auction out, like, with that should come a spot on the uh, futsal team. And then... We, like, don't, we don't want to drop our price down. Yeah. Right? Yeah, but that, that, could, that could, like, bring us hope, you know? Yeah. Well... Like, getting a really great free agent. Yeah, but at the same time... Our free agent that we had strained his Achilles. Oh, so yeah. I feel like people really won't want to be on we're the not football a very lucky team. team. Yeah, and All we're right. also not very good. Sorry about that. Also that. Also, uh, my dad donated. Uh, he made two Drawler Terriers. I've um, seen pictures of them, and they are fantastic. Yep, you can carry two Drawlers. Um, he nice. made two sit- wooden sitch pack Terriers for last year. They went, and so yeah, for those yep. this year, Drawlers not included. Yep. Uh, Dark Clouds charity auction happening at the end of year party at Blackheart on Thursday night. Details are probably online somewhere. Well, with that, we probably get into the championship, right? But the championship is a game. Is it a game? Is it a league? No. It's a segment where we discuss the America's top leagues. Starting with the NWSL, quick stop there. Very quick Orlando stop. nil, Washington three. Yeah, everyone was out on international duty, so this game didn't have any stars. It was very awkward, and because it's Orlando this season, it was very depressing. 
Um, Ashley Hatch floated one in from the top of the corner of the box in the fifth minute to start scoring for the Spirit. And then a couple of really nice goals late on uh, for Washington. Crystal Thomas, uh, end of a really bad giveaway by the Pride uh, to score in the 62nd. And then a rainbow chip by Tiffany McCarty in the 85th, which confused Caleb to no end because you thought that her last name was Bacardi. Yeah. As in, like... With Bacardi rum. Yeah. Which would also be awesome. And Not can, as awesome... And can also sponsor us, so we would prefer Sparkle Donkey. Yes, we would prefer Sparkle Donkey tequila. But they have a cinnamon this. tequila. It's called Hot Donkey. I've actually Brilliant. had it, and it is Brilliant. it is a lot better than Caleb's skeptical look. I just can't do Fireball. Just, I'm just gonna continue that just to sounds, pump, uh, yeah. pimp Sparkle Donkey here. Yeah, that's, that's all I've been paid to do. Actually, sorry. Are you Wait, paid? Are you holding out on us? I'm gonna be five Darber bucks for a dollar. <laughs> <laughs> is that the exchange rate? I think I'm getting a. It's, it's on that. pretty close. Yeah. <laughs> all right, so. That is the only game in NWSL this weekend. Um, so, decision day, decision day came and went. Rather than do what we usually do and go chronologically from when kickoff was, <laughs> it's not even possible. The I'll start around the same time. Yeah. Uh, let us say all of the results for twelve games all at the same time. Ready? No, set. No, no. <laughs> This sounds horrible audially, so let's maybe yeah. not do that. Um, instead, we are going to go from what I determined to be the most meaningless to the least meaningless, or vaguely least meaningless to us. Uh, the most meaningless game of the weekend, of course, Orlando 2, Chicago 5. <laughs> it was the only game of the weekend without any bearing whatsoever on playoff standings, and naturally that was the one that had seven goals. Yeah, two goals in the first half. One, uh, both own goals. Uh, one by Tronholm of Chicago, uh, Atendele rips off the post straight off his ankle and in. It was kind of hilarious. Then it it was very much hilarious. And then Atal Smith own goal levels it for uh, well for Chicago. Yeah, um, Orlando basically stopped playing in the 60th minute. And the clock struck, struck midnight, and they turned the pumpkins. Which it, it's weird because like it, it was daytime. Yeah. <laughs> Like, but much like in the next one, the next teams we talked about, they just stopped carrying, I think. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, CJ Sapong, mm-hmm. Alexander Katai, and a back heel from Frizemislav Frankowski made it 4 1 in the 67th minute. You would think I would know how to say that first name, by the way. Like, there's two of them in the league this year. Premislav? I think it's that. Awesome. I took cool. a wild stab in the dark. Um, he had a great goal in this beautiful uh, back heel goal. Oh, he had that chip over row. And then to himself, yeah, alley ooped it to himself and headed it in. That was fantastic as well. Very uh, much so. Only one uh, victim in Black Monday, James O'Connor, fired from Orlando. And surprisingly, that Chicago didn't fire their coach as well, honestly. Yeah, a little bit. Um, as far as Orlando goes, James O'Connor, I think, kind of was a lame duck. Yeah, he was brought in near the end of last season. So you figured maybe he'd have a little bit more rope. But Orlando also fired their GM at the... I'm trying to remember how far back that was. Um, but this is the first offseason where uh, Luis Mutzi has free reign to do whatever he wants. Seemingly, he's going to do that. Which, frankly, it's... And O'Connor wasn't good enough. No, and Orlando has a track record of not being very uh, patient with coaches and... Stable as an organization yeah. as well. Or um, good. <laughs> still haven't made the playoffs at all in their tenure yeah. in MLS. So yeah. beat you there. Haha. Ha. Take that. Uh, Bastion's um, fine soccer. Announced his retirement from professional soccer. Uh, he's, he's a special player to watch. Um, kind of with the German team, um, the nation as a whole kind of rose with him. And when he left the national team, you did see it fall yeah, without him. Absolutely. And Schweinsteiger's move in MLS to playing as a center back was very weird. And I don't think it's the best way to remember his talents. Absolutely not. Remember his time with Bayern Munich, remember his time with Germany, and then have this as kind of like the zany footnote when uh, 
he was still trying to find himself, I guess. Yeah, and much like Bastion, he won't remember this time as fondly as his time with Byron and and even Manchester United, probably. Yeah. But well, I mean, that's what happens when you have to play next to Francisco Calvo. Yeah, I'm driving to retirement. Anyway, moving on to. Next game. Good job, Calvo. You made Schweini retire. And you're not in the playoffs. He didn't want to play with you. Uh, <laughs> FC Dallas 6, Kansas City, nothing. Wow. Yeah, this result really wasn't... I, I wasn't on hard to read. Dallas hasn't really scored that many in... Or not... Well, hasn't scored a lot. Yeah, I mean, they haven't times. scored six in quite some time. Um, it took nine minutes for Zdenek and Drazik to score. The Cobra. Uh, the Cobra, indeed. Matt Hedges turned one into the open far post in the 12th minute. It was one-way traffic this entire game. SKC wasn't playing a lot of their starters. Tim Melia didn't feature in this game. No. They played with uh, Eric Dick. They played with, with who's Dick? <laughs> Eric Dick. Gross. Not possessive. Dude, oh, okay. Like, his name is Eric Dick. So it says Dick on his, on his uniform. Yes. Poor guy. Yeah, seriously. Like, the good news for him, at least, is I was in Dallas where there weren't people around to heckle him because that would have been vicious. Um, Four goals in the second half, and Drazek made it a brace. That is two goals. Yeah, if Notch is listening. Two. Just in case. Yeah, who knows? Um, I went back and looked at my season predictions. Oh, you did? I was afraid to. I had SKC winning the shield. Oh. Yeah. Oh, Colin. That's a thing that I said. Oh, Colin, that's really bad. And I published it online, and I haven't deleted it yet. <laughs> you should like, probably just quit Twitter. And no, just quit. no, no. That was on TUnitedFans.com. You're associated with it. What did I predict? Hold on, guys. I'm deleting the website now. Please uh, do. Please speak. I'm Thank I'm, you, producer Nick. I what my predictions were, but we didn't keep going. I don't think you actually posted any predictions okay. on there. Just FYI. I think but I vaguely remember thinking Philly would be decent this year. and I did have Philly pretty decent, but SKC, this was just a terrible year for all parties involved. Uh, compared to uh, last year, especially with uh, Nemeth and Shallowy just... Falling off cliffs, scoring wise, and then losing their best defender to us. Thank you very much. Yeah. Um, just both ends kind of capitulated and injuries also. But I have to say, uh, they have some some talent in the, that academy. It's already being blooded into the team. Right. Um, and Peter Vermes isn't going anywhere. He's a staple there. He's one of the best coaches in MLS. See, I don't think he leaves. I almost think that he should. Not necessarily because he's a bad coach at all. Far from it. I think he has hit the point where his influence from a, like, on-the-sideline perspective. Okay. I think that's probably... They need to shade things up to try to refresh. Exactly. Like, I think he is someone that you definitely want around your organization. But I don't know if he should be coaching now. Do you think he, like, maybe jump ship to Orlando if they offer him a contract? I mean, uh, would be a bad signing for them. It would be a fantastic signing for them. But I don't know why would he, he would to go to be. Orlando. He would be incredibly stupid to do that, which yeah. is why I don't think there's any chance in hell it happens. But I, I think, I think he might want to look into finding his successor and Moving getting into like a director of football. Yeah, role which, with, which I mean, he already is doing. Yeah. for them, along with coaching. Yeah. So, who knows? They were fucking terrible this year. Toronto, 1-0 win over Columbus. A lot of pressure for TFC in this game. Took until the 57th minute for Ali Pozuelo to get a really, really nice free kick to just flatfoot Ayla Room. Yeah, and Columbus really didn't look too great in this. Well, just like they had pretty much the entire year. Not really great going forward. Yeah. Kind of solid at the back, but just one little... Yeah. Goal and they can't really claw back. Yeah, uh, enough mistakes for them, enough to do them. Yeah, uh, Josie Altador did some muscle strain in the 70th minute, uh, withdrawn from the U.S. men's national team. Um, don't worry, guys, Jesse Zardes is still there. I think this is actually a really big loss for them in the playoffs. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, you only scored one against 
Columbus. That's not that great of a sign. And then your most reliable goal scorer goes down. Yeah, and Alan Pozuelo has not been the signing that they wanted when he, when he was brought in. He had he he's started been, off hot, but he has yeah. cooled down fast. Much like some of us, uh, Brian Fernandez started up real hot for Portland and has cooled off. Um, we'll talk about why in uh, just a little bit. That's all the reasons why, but we'll yeah, go into well, it. We'll talk about it. Yeah, uh, but yeah, I mean Pozuelo has been good. I don't think he's a Sebastian Giovinco type. No, yeah, can, and they shouldn't expect him to be. But I think people yeah. expected him to be. Exactly is the problem. So. Uh, watch that space as Toronto goes through the playoffs. Um, another team with some question marks after this weekend going <laughs> into the playoffs. Uh, New York Rebels went to Montreal and promptly lost 3-0. Uh, RJ Twanko with a, with a, just a, so much pace. He yeah. just burns Tim Parker. Yeah. Makes him eat his dust. Uh, yeah, just slides into Bojan for the opener. Uh, Matthew Rudy stores at like the tightest handle possible that... Match Rudy can store at this goal was hilarious because it involved the entire Red Bulls defense getting really mad that Yuka Raitola was not called for diving and everyone just stopped playing, allowing Maxi Rudy all of the space in the world to fire one. Like I think he grabbed a protractor and just like measured out the angle they needed to shoot it to, just so he knew exactly which way to angle his foot. And then he slotted it in, and it was a beautiful goal. Yeah, absolutely. And not much from him this year in Montreal. Um, hopefully he can continue to build on that. Atuanto, um, who was on loan from Bologna in Serie A. I uh, don't know if his stay will be made permanent, but stores with his chest. He looked diving like... Diving chest or chest. Diving Chester. Yep. That's a diver named Chester. Yes, indeed. Yep. Like he, he looked like a salmon, but did not get any airtime with it. Yeah. No. He, he trying to fell into it. Not really yeah. dives more of just like crumpled into the falling ball. Chester. <laughs> they could use a salmon cannon in Montreal. God. <laughs> speaking of, and Rebels. Speaking like, of cannons, <laughs> well, was Rebels. Team uh, with our theme of teams that have questions marks in the playoffs. DC nil. FC Cincinnati also nil. Uh, FC Cincinnati, they wanted to really give wanted up to goals give up goals in this, in this game. Time. They went down to nine men, like at the same time, like two guys sent, sent off and the same, like yeah, run of play. Like Joe Gio kicked Rodriguez in the nuts uh, and like ripped his shorts. Ripped his shorts. That takes effort. That and, is the sort of thing that you do when you really want to let DC score on you. I mean, and I, then Roland Lama. Promptly runs over and chokes somebody. Uh, Felipe. Felipe. Which is understandable. Felipe sucks. Yeah, I mean, I, <laughs> I, I would, I would want to choke that guy if I spent more than five minutes in like a soccer field area around him. Mm-hmm. Um, but you don't do that when you know that you're going to get sent off because VAR is going to find you and is going to hunt you down. That's all out. <laughs> uh, DC took 32 shots. Only two of them are on target. Uh, 32 shots. Also, the amount of shots that Notch took this weekend. No, I, I, I don't know. I thought that'd be funny. You need to cut that out as well. God damn it. I, I mean, no, that I, one I'm not cutting out. There were a lot of shots taken. Okay. I'm just There's surprised no that they were so. shots. I mean, it's Sparkle Donkey Tequila. I would sip that shit. Like, at this point, we really do need a check. <laughs> <laughs> Atlanta 3-1 over New England. Joseph Martinez somehow is back. Like Darn him. Of course. Um, uh, Jonathan Ad with the opener. Only a second of the year, which I thought was surprising. You know, it it's not surprising given the role that he's playing. He's more of a box-to-box midfielder okay. now. That's like I, I get it. And it was one of those where the entire New England defense was just clamoring to stop Joseph Martinez, and they just left Nagby wide open to run onto a Julian Russell through ball. Yeah, and Chris Mania tied it up in the eighth minute, which was five minutes after uh, Nagby stored. Um, unfortunately, after that, it was all Atlanta. Uh, Joseph Martinez scores in his in his uh, return. Comeback, return yeah. to the, the team. And then Russell, he's a great player, two assists, and then and third goal to seal it. Yeah. 
could have had a fourth assist. Um, there was a last gasp intervention from Andrew Farrell on the shot. A lot of East teams kind of stumbling into the playoffs. DC, uh, Red Bulls. I mean, Toronto, f- kind of. Yeah, but not. But I don't. I don't I know say if I New would, England yeah. in, in that group. I'd put them a little above those as just yeah. been better form. Also, then Matt Turner's been the best goalkeeper in the past couple months. I just submitted my um, best 11 ballot to SB Nation, and he was my goalkeeper. Nice. Yeah. I, I, I agree with that. Yeah. He, he dragged a team that should have been allowing as many goals as Minnesota United did. And wasn't uh, Brad Knighton starting? Yes. Yeah, just because he was bald, right? I I'm fairly <laughs> certain that's that. Like bald and Brad, thus you will start for Brad Friedel. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know what Friedel had against Matt Turner. Cody Cropper played a game this season before Matt Turner did. Cody Cropper's currently at Hartford Athletic. Yes, he and is and playing poorly. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> LAFC three, Colorado one. Is Colorado still good? Yeah, I mean they are. But, uh, they are, but they're, they're also but disappointing. Yeah, Ashton would go to the playoffs. I'd, I'd, I'd be like, a root for chaos, everything to go right for them. They weren't making the playoffs. but Yeah, it, and, it wasn't going to happen anyway, but it especially uh, wasn't going to happen when you were facing Carlos Vela in need of an extra goal for the record. Yeah, Carlitos with a hat trick. Hat trick of two fantastic goals, one solid goal. Um, first goal... The record breaker was outside the box, just kind of floated it through past Tim Howard, who, by the way, that's a hell of a bad game to draw for your final game in MLS. Yeah. Like, having to face Carlos Vela, <laughs> trying I mean, to get the scoring record. And much like uh, Bastion's final starter, looked at the t- time he had at time before 2014. 2014 and before is where yeah. he went his career and reminisce. Not so much afterwards. Yeah, because it, it it definitely got sad. Yeah, the bicycle changed um, three minutes later, which was fantastic. I don't know how. I still don't know how he managed yeah, to bend his body around and did that. Yeah, beautiful control on that. Um, had his third near the start of the second half. Kai Kamara with the um, make weights midway late into the uh, first half. Uh, there's this moment here with Kai Kamara and Walters have been clatted heads. Down the pitch for a very long time. Very yeah. scary. Um, Zimmerman was pulled out of national team duty. He's in the concussion protocol. Um, hopefully for him, he can get healthy and get back into the team. Um, this was not the most frightening concussion of the week in sports. No. Um, if you that belongs didn't, to Mason, Randall, Mason Rudolph. Yeah, Mason Rudolph and... Uh, Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, if you haven't seen that one, you don't. don't. Yeah, don't watch Please it. Please don't. It's very upsetting. Yeah. Um, but it's it's definitely another uh, wake up call for why we need to have some better protocols for dealing with concussions during games. Absolutely. Um, LFC with their win over Colorado, do it. Their points record in MLS was seventy two. Uh, only if they had drawn, it would have been super nice. Anyway. Or not drawn. Uh, yeah, if they lost, lost, it was, it was super nice. Super nice. No, I think 70 is the sexiest number. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> I'm trying to think of what a 70 would I be. Don't, don't think about it too hard. Uh, Philadelphia Hey-o. 1, New York City FC 2. New York City FC, still the East, a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Um, looking really kind of sneaky good. I think we kind of forgot about them. Everyone's been focused on the West, LAFC. Yeah. And Atlanta is like, oh, yeah, Atlanta's doing the East. No, they're in second. And yeah. MSC firmly in first, beat them last week. And Lichten really did. Matty Morales has 20 assists on the year. Uh, I mean, assist is a generous term in MLS. Still, stats-wise, he has 20 yeah. assists this year. Yeah. Which is a- 20 MLS assists is still pretty solid. I think, I want to <laughs> say it was like 12 or 13 primary assists, which yeah. is if, very if it, good. If on it wasn't season. for Vela and Ibrahimovic and Martinez, uh, he's the fourth most important player to his team. Yeah. For sure. Well, I think he's in the top 10, maybe like sixth. Because I would, I would put Opara as a I had more, him firmly fifth. Yeah, maybe. In any case, um, deep overlapping run uh, for Ronald Maturita to get the opener in the sixth minute. And then I have this in all caps. Okay, I'm going to take my headphones off for this one. 
That's not an own goal. That's an own golazo off of Jamira Montero. Just a thunder bastard of a... I mean, great finish. Yeah, I mean, it was beautiful. Anytime you can chip the keeper with a header from the top of the box. I mean, you saw, you saw Michael Botsall store with, with a header, not looking at the goal last week, decided to do it himself. Yeah, so. like, it, it was no look. <laughs> it, it was fantastic. Go check it out and then realize that it was a known goal. And he definitely didn't mean to do it. No, yeah, absolutely. 100% not. <laughs> um, Handball by Ebenezer 04 in the bots by NYCFC. Davis Philadelphia, some hope late. But Fabian Havertz and some sort of weird shoving math between him and Sean Johnson happened. And go Sean Johnson in that battle every day. Yeah, I mean, like, the guy trying to grab the ball and run it to the center circle... That's like the dumbest move in soccer. It is. That is the one part Unless of... Unless it falls right to you, yeah. don't run back and grab it. Yeah. Just go celebrate. The ball made it up to the center circle eventually. Yeah. The ref knows how much time is off the clock. It's, it'll be fine. Exactly. Who cares? If, uh, Philly has definitely um, been up and down yeah. in this run-in. They've looked fantastic at times, and then they've had games like this. Uh, Portland, with a 3-1 win... Over the earthquakes, uh, no Valeri and no Brian Fernandez for Portland in this one. They didn't need them. No. Their offense, frankly, looked better without them. Is it a Ewing candidate for Valeri, you think? Um, um, maybe, I, I don't know no. about that. Actually. Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't that's, think that's I'd That's real that. dumb. Yeah. Uh, Mabiala with the... Sorry, Diego. <laughs> Mabiala is, scores the first goal for Portland. Um, low cross, he scores with his foot on that one. Yep. Uh, Chris Wondolowski got a falling header in off the underside of the crossbar for the equalizer. Uh, but then Darren Espria, I don't know what it is about October. Like, does this guy only run on pumpkin spice lattes? Yes. That is my only explanation for why he... When the PSLs are out, he starts playing well. A... <laughs> that would be really great if he played for New England. <laughs> Wait, why? I... Because Christian Pinillo would be his teammate. I don't get it. Am I dumb? When the PSL is out? Yeah, Pumps Spice Lattes. Yeah, I, I'm I'm making a joke that it sounds vaguely like penis and when the penis is out. You know, Colin, this is a family show. Do, do, do I cut this out too? <laughs> yeah, I don't care. I mean, I would cut it out just because it was a dumb joke. Oh. But it, that's entirely up to you. Uh, Darren Espria scored the second on a uh, marauding run off of his own rebound. Seb Blanco with a 75th minute free kick. Uh, the win both sealed the Portland spot in the playoffs and it knocked San Jose out, which led the Portland Timbers to tweet out maybe the best MLS meme of the year. What was that? They took the airport baggage cart video. And mm-hmm. made the baggage cart a San Jose logo. And then all of the workers that were just standing there in like mild shock and horror, three of them were Portland Timbers fans. And then the one guy who kind of walked looked like he was going to do something about it Monterey fans. <laughs> it was amazing. That's good. So great. Uh, Slightly less great. Uh, Brian Fernandez, uh, he voluntarily entered the uh, substance abuse behavioral health program. Um, He's likely to be out for the foreseeable future, potentially for the playoffs. Some people have been speculating. Um, He told an Argentine news outlet that he was a bit concerned about recurrences of prior issues. If you've followed his career... Uh, those prior issues include getting banned for two years from uh, the Argentine Football Association for a positive cocaine test. Yeah. Um, so, but good on him for seeking help. Yeah, um, absolutely. He felt he was spiraling. So, well, soon, Brian Fernandez. Yeah. You're not it, really a friend of the pod, but we don't wish you any harm. Exactly. It's It's been a, a difficult road for him over the last few weeks, especially. He's had some mysterious illnesses if this is the explanation for it you know it sucks it, it it's 
not a good situation for anyone involved, but hopefully it's one that will be getting better soon. Vancouver with a 1-0 defeat at home against Real Salt Lake. Why is this game so meaningful to us, Caleb? Because Real Salt Lake jumps us in the standings. Um, Demir Trilak, the goal in this one, and the header just that just uh, meds, Mets, Trepo in goal, and they're now in third. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. That's, that's, that's super great. great. That's really great. Uh, Nick Romando had some massive saves in the second half to keep his clean sheet in his last regular season game. Good for him. Yep. Um, 14 shutouts or clean sheets on the year for him. Tied for first with someone else. I don't remember who. I believe it's Bill Hamid. It is Bill Hamid. You're right. Yeah. In third place, Vito Mononai with 11. Hey. Good for him. <laughs> uh, Houston with a 4-2 victory over... The LA Galaxy. And why is this one so important? Because, well, as we uh, just mentioned, with RSL jumping Minnesota United in the playoff race, uh, we needed something to happen to the Galaxy in order to ensure that the Loons would host a playoff game. Uh, That's something just so happened to be Christian fucking Ramirez. (laughs) That's right. It's crazy how life works sometimes. Like, I don't know if this is the soccer gods smiling on Minnesota or just having a sense of humor. A little bit of both, probably. Yeah, I'm going to go with both. Both um, works. Zlatan opened up the scoring and made us all, like, sick to our stomachs. And like, oh, it, yeah, it's going to yeah. happen. Um, ninth minute uh, just floated in the ball, was not pressed down at all. No, it was uh, two yards open in the box. Defending. Um, but then, but then, insert a really bad English accent. That boy, it's always him. It's always him. Christian Ramirez scored off of Albert Elise's ricochet off the post right at the stroke of halftime, which at least led people that weren't watching this game instead of the game that we'll talk about in a second uh, to have some hope. That hope was very quickly dashed early in the second half, however, when Christian Pavone had an embarrassing amount of space to score for the Galaxy 10 minutes in. But then the yeah, Galaxy... The Galaxy... They just yeah, capitulated. They like, capitulated. They, they, they did last week against Vancouver. They have before, and hopefully they will on the 20th. Uh, leave... Albert Elise in more open space than, they, than Houston left Zlatan, which you can't it, do. It's hard to do. It's hard to do. He's, yeah, La Panteria scores the game winner and then not, the game not tire. Even, yeah, game uh, equalizer. Ramirez scored the game winner. With a super brace. Do we call it a super brace? Sure. That's still two, Notch. It's still two goals, but it is scored by Superman, so it's a super brace. Yeah. It's, it's a super it, special. I understand brace. how it's confusing, yeah, but it's a super I, race. I understand. Yeah, yeah. Um, at the, I was honestly looking up flights to Salt Lake at that point. <laughs> I was like, I, I have a very bad feeling that this is going to be. You don't want to go to Salt Lake. I, I really sucks. don't. Like, I understand how bad that would be, but thank you, Christian Ramirez, for saving me the indignity of going to Salt Lake City. Uh. Albert Elise kept that ball in on the line just magically, by the way. That mm-hmm. was a wonderful bit of footwork on his part. Uh, Mel Rodriguez sealed it in stoppage time. And that means Houston with the win, Galaxy with the loss, Galaxy in fifth place, Minnesota in fourth. I mean, just Minnesota hosts a playoff game on the 20th against the Galaxy. And third, uh, who's that guy that plays for him? Zoltan? Is that from Dude, Where's My Car? Does he play for him? Sultan. Sultan, yeah. Sultan Ibrahim. Ibrahim? Ibrahimsti. Sultan Ibra- Ibrahimsti and the Dallas will be here on the 20th. I'm, I'm done with it. <laughs> it's dumb. I don't care. Yeah, I, it works for me. Uh, speaking of the loons, let's go into our sub-segment, Don't Look Back in Anger. Yes, that's right. It is time for us to discuss Minnesota United FC to look forward, only forward, good God, only forward. In part because this really was 
it ended up being a totally meaningless game. It it was like oh, yeah, it, was. it it ultimately did not matter for the Loons' fortunes too much because because of other results. Yeah, I mean, you know, it means that there's still a home playoff game. Minnesota lost one 0 at Seattle. Yeah, which might be our best result at Seattle ever. I think it might be, which is not saying a whole. Yeah, lot. that's really <laughs> not saying a lot. Um, uh, yeah, and you have written down here. I agree with you completely. Assuming we can actually have something going forward, this is exactly how we should play in the playoffs is defensively look on the counter. Yeah. I mean, the shooting touch was not there. Ethan Finley missed an absolute sitter. Hit the post, unluckily. Yeah. Um, like, but he, he needs to finish that. Yeah. And hopefully he knows that. And hopefully yeah. that's all he does during the uh, two weeks. Finishing that, training. Yeah. And then near post. Yeah. 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 Pretty much. Um, but besides that, I mean, the shots were not really looking that good for the loons in this game. John Quintero had a couple of okay chances that he failed to convert. Um, the loons switched from a four, three, three to a four, four, two late on. And it seemed like it actually gave them some amount of a foothold kind of Mm -hmm. sort of, It, it just seemed like. The offense is clearly sputtering. Ten goals in the last ten games in MLS not is good. not good. No, it's not. But and you're also looking at a team that is likely to just hold a team to one goal in a game. Right. And the home field advantage is a huge thing for Minnesota. It's a huge thing for any team really in MLS, but especially for Minnesota. We've been we have one loss in the season there. That was against Philly back in June. I think, or May. It was Dennis Philly for sure. But it, that place has become a fortress for Minnesota, and we play extremely tough there. Yeah. Um, also might be tough as the field conditions on the 20th. Uh, the very much so. Tommy Johnny game is still happening on the Saturday, which is American football. And I don't know if you guys know this, but American football does not treat grass well. Every football team will be playing football several times and in various wrong. combinations. Well, various combinations of football, I guess, works. Yeah. Oh, that, I, was, that was the wrong time. Oh. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, Whoops. It's it's okay. You see one mic and just butt in all the time. Yeah. <laughs> I thought we agreed that you were only going to give plugs for Sparkle Donkey and then maybe talk well, about... Well, it, it, it is the Sparkle Donkey soundboard. This is true. Yeah, like there's a, just put a sticker on there. We're good. Yeah, sure. Um, it, <laughs> defensively, I mean, it it came down to a a bad breakdown on a set piece, which, which I mean, stop if you heard that. Stop if you heard that before. Yeah, it, like it, also, how crazy is it that was Roman Torres's first career MLS goal? That's so That weird. is both surprising and not surprising at you all. You should take more performance 19 drugs to score more. I guess. Yeah. Like, by the way, did he shave off his head so he could, like, make sure that any extra traces of drugs were, like, not available <laughs> in a sample? I'm fairly certain that's the only reason. Also, he looks a lot like 50 Cent with his, he- with his hair short. He really does. <laughs> it's very scary. I don't like it. I, I do not like his hair that short. Anyway, um, yeah. Other thoughts from this game? It it, it wasn't a good. No, it wasn't a performance at all. At all. And I mean, we got better when Toy came on, but that was a two starter system with Toy and Rodriguez. It was not knowing who your starting eleven is going to be for your first playoff game is weird. Yeah, you don't know who's going to if. If it's Toy, if it's Rodriguez, if it's both, if Darwin's to be in the team, if Lude or Finley start, it's... There's way too many unanswered questions. I mean, I'm knowing who your back six is, is good. Yeah, but, I was about to say that, yeah. But when it's the front four or so, deciding if it's going to be three up front versus four, and then who that personnel is going to be, that is a frightening scenario when your team has only scored one goal per game over the last 10 games. Right. Who do you start in the front four? Hour for the game. Who do you have in your team sheet? Oh, man. Um, I probably have Angela Rodriguez ahead of a three line of Molino, Quintero, and Finley. 
left to right. Same three line, but I think I start Toy. Just I think him and Molino play really well together. I like that idea. I just think I like Toy coming off the bench as a something different, right? In like 20, 30 minute stretches. Not the seventieth minute where he came. All right, that is twenty minutes. But I, yeah. still, I feel like I feel like we're subbing too late, honestly, and we subbed too late in that game. But honestly. This game didn't matter in yeah. the long run. We have a home playoff yeah. game. That's all that matters. We're exactly. playing uh, the Galaxy at home, 20th at 7.30 yep. p.m. Central. Um, so, yeah. Yep. Should we great time. Yeah, I, I think it's more than enough time. Let us take a quick break. We will uh, talk a little bit more about MLS playoffs and then go over the rest of the world of soccer in just a little bit. Welcome back to We Call It Soccer. We are diving back into the championship very quickly here to go over all of the bracket stuff. It's crazy that when producer Nick has a microphone he doesn't actually do his catchphrases like we said the championship what twice now yeah said it. yeah like nothing all right doop 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 <laughs> doop, 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 doop. So, so that's a uh, niche pick to win it all in philadelphia apparently he loves that song yeah and uh that's all he knows about the team good god <laughs> eastern conference um nycfc have the first round by um the matchups atlanta versus new england and Toronto versus DC on Saturday, uh, Philly versus Rebels on Sunday. I mean, I think they had a rock chalk in all these games. Atlanta, Philly, and Toronto. I think they're advancing. Yeah, I mean, it, DC. Obviously, they looked just abject going and forward. So did Red Bulls, and we saw the that switch to Atlanta, New England just play out this past week. Right. So yeah, you wonder maybe if Bruce Arena just told them to kind of. Not robodope them, but I I don't think yeah. So I good for New England for making it. Yeah, talent wise, next they, year they're I think yeah. they'll be really good. So yeah, um, in the it, West. Oh, do I have anything else? I was just gonna say, um, with that Philly Rebels game, I think there is a little bit of a chance that Philly drops just because of how inconsistent they've been. Yeah, they've been pretty formless in the past month or so but the red bulls looked pretty bad against montreal a, a bad montreal team exactly you know it, it's going to be a who ends up looking slightly less bad that's just, gonna just be the, the team that wins <laughs> what you want in a yeah. playoff matchup yeah. uh, who is the less bad of, of this team yeah. yeah speaking of things that look slightly less bad let's talk about the western conference in the west lafc has the bye they will play the winner of minnesota and la galaxy and our next two games salt lake plays Portland and Seattle plays Dallas. Seattle Dallas that seems pretty clear cut even with Dallas scoring 6. Yeah. Seattle is the much better team home field advantage and the young nature of Dallas's team I think they get stars in their eyes and slip up. Yeah. Okay. Um Salt Lake versus Portland. That's an interesting game. I Think Portland, honestly. I thought they looked really good. I think if Larry comes back, maybe they're resting him in the last game. I don't know. Feels weird to rest your star player in a do or yeah. die game. But if he's coming back fresh for the playoffs and uh, Ibabasi can play in his natural role as a striker with Brian Fernandez out, um, where he's more effective. Right. And Fashion Blanco is just dangerous and um, from anywhere on the pitch. Yeah. Also, Steve Clark has been fantastic in goal for them. Yeah, and Nick Romano has come on late in this season. He's still looking solid. So mm-hmm. it, Salt Lake's not going to be a pushover, especially at home. But no. Portland, I think they're probably, for me, the most likely team to upset. Yeah, I think they're. I would have this game circled Yeah, as the quote-unquote upset, even yeah. though... Which is weird to say because we're also <laughs> skirting over the fact that Minnesota plays the Galaxy. Yeah, uh, 4-5 matchup. We're the higher seed, which feels weird. Um, it, it really feels, and this isn't a slam against 
various websites. I think even Minnesota fans feel like we're probably the underdogs in this game when we aren't and shouldn't be. Right. It's Minnesota in their third year coming off two horrible years playing against the Galaxy who have been kind of the gem of MLS for the past 20 years. Yeah. They had Beckham. They have Zlatan. They had Martin Donovan. You definitely need to be worried about Pavone. You need to be worried about Zlatan. Mm -hmm. You need to worry about Antunia. We need to attack that defense. Yeah, the rest (laughs) of that team just is a dumpster fire defensively. And this is at home. Um, Minnesota plays well at home. The last matchup at home between these two teams was the nil-nil draw after Calva was suspended. Greg Douche also missed that game through suspension. So uh, it was nil-nil. Zlatan... Was, spiked our turf yeah so that was cool you probably won't be very probably much happier with it he's, on he's the 20th. gonna be furious i'm so looking forward yeah, to it's that. gonna be great and yeah. but honestly what do we know we have we, I, what i found out from this year doing predictions with the minnesota football show is that i'm bad at predictions and we learned in this podcast you're also bad at predictions yeah so um i am going to thus predict la galaxy seven uh <laughs> minnesota united zero three uh, actual football story that'd be funny it would be kind of funny. 7-0 is an actual football score. Yeah, well, what a story. This is awful defense. Anyway, should we move on from the championship for once in... Yeah, let's let's do that. Okay. It's expansion draft things. Who cares? Yeah, we're not in it, so it doesn't yeah. matter. Uh, let's go on to top lo-fi hits. Let's turn on the YouTube, put those sound tracks and headphones, and study the latest from US Lower Leagues. Unfortunately, some very... Uh, sad news from the lower leagues. Austin Bold FC striker promised Isaac died of a heart attack at age 31. Yeah, um, he joined Austin for their first season, um, played uh, in 2018 in NPSL after 11 seasons playing in the Turkish Super League and in their uh, second division as well. Uh, was the captain of the 2008 Nigeria Olympic team, um, brought them to a silver medal uh, where they lost in uh, Leo Messi's only uh, silverware at international level. Hmm. Then they be- then they beat uh, U.S. knocked them out of the group stages as well. Um, I think they might have. Yeah, that's right. Possibly uh, three goals in twenty appearances. Fifteen of those were starts. Uh, shocking, tragic yeah, loss and for so young. But yeah, yeah. so out to him yep. and his family. Yes, indeed. Let's move into a uh, slightly better segment to talk about. Uh, Keep Hope Alive. Here's a hoping for the U.S. national teams as the women celebrate their World Cup win and the men start the qualification process to hopefully um, have a chance to win. Uh, the U.S. women's national team, at the end of their victory tour, uh, the last two games of Jill Ellis's tenure as head coach coming against South Korea, a 2-0 win and a 1-1 draw. Okay. With the win, uh, Jill Ellis passed uh, Tony DeChito. And wins for, and I think an all US yep. soccer. So, yeah. Preferred because um, the next one was a draw. Yeah. And it, it was a draw that, frankly, should have been a win. Uh, there was a very clearly onside goal that was flagged off for being offside. It, it, it's games the, that don't matter, but yeah. also matter to her legacy. She won two World Cups. Right. Um, yeah, this it, it definitely felt more like a celebration of her career rather than the friendlies where you do want to definitely impress whoever the new coach is going to be. They kind of played a a little bit lighter, a little bit lower tempo, and I think a lot of the players frankly were looking towards NWSL playoffs right. with how hard they wanted to play these ones. Uh, the U.S. men's national team, uh, they announced their roster for uh, their Nations League games coming up against Cuba and Canada. Uh, we mentioned that Walker Zimmerman uh, was a uh, late scratch. Miles Robinson has taken his place. Josie Altidore 
was also announced to not be uh, making the team no replacement for him. Um, the two big notes, Brendan Aronson from Philadelphia, uh, he gets the call-up from the U23 teams, 18 years old, and he's been just ripping it up in MLS. I mean, he beat out a tried and tested Manchester International Marty Fabian for a spot on yeah. the Philly Spartan starting 11. Uh, he's been fantastic this year. Um, well-deserved for yeah. him. And uh, apparently he was fantastic in uh, U23 camp, too. So. Yeah. Deandre Yedlin is back after injury, which is good to Serginho Dest. is notably absent considering his options to stay eligible for the Netherlands. Panic. Hashtag Everyone panic. panic. Uh, US U23s also came out. Uh, Mason Toy and Sonny Dotson called up for that. Cool beans. Let's move into our next segment that we've already heard. They call it football. Every football team will be playing football several times and in various combinations. They might have come up with the word, but the English don't call it soccer. In the segment, we talk about football from the United Kingdom. Brighton <laughs> 3, Spurs nil. You know that. Are you going to laugh? Yeah, there it is. Um, oh, my God. This uh, is so great. <laughs> I love it. I love it so much. Uh, Irish striker Aaron Connolly with a brace. He was born in the year 2000. In the year 2000. Do we have, do we have rights for that song? Oh, no. Okay. Uh, it was less than six seconds. Oh, we did. Okay, did. Uh, Liverpool 2, Leicester 1. Hey, that was nice. Good job, guys. Three oh, points. That wasn't a 69. Nope, but we got three points, so I don't care. <laughs> I mean, I wrote down, Caleb, what happened here, because I wasn't able to watch this game. Uh, great. So. Assist by Milner, Saudi Amane for the opener. Um, I think last year one shot on goal was the one that went in. And then late penalty. I think it was a clear penalty. Um, Saudi just kind of fell down awkwardly because it was his back leg that was clipped, not his like plant leg he was standing on. So it kind of just fell down. And James Milner, calm as you like, slots in the, in the bottom corner. 94th minute winner from the penalty spot. Did he celebrate by like... Pouring himself a cup of tea and waiting seven minutes for it to. No, it was cool actually a down. pretty cool celebration. He just like ran a couple steps and just folded his arms and stared at the crowd with the like mean mugged. Which that's, is that's honestly less boring than I hoped from him. Yeah, it's actually a pretty cool celebration, which is off brand for him. Very <laughs> much so. Five-one uh, away win for Aston Villa against Norwich. Norwich. Man, that win against Man City was great, wasn't it? That was fantastic <laughs> for them. Uh, West Ham with a 2-1 loss away against Crystal Palace. Crystal Palace in fourth. That is shocking. It is shocking. Speaking of shocking and in the top four, Arsenal 1-0 over Bournemouth. Uh, David Luiz, uh, his header opened the scoring within the first 10 minutes. Bournemouth took until the second half to even look like they wanted to be there, which was very strange from them. Very good for you. Very much so, because uh, it wasn't a bad Arsenal performance. It, it was just a, like, not great one. Okay. We'll call it that. Uh, Manchester City, zero. Wolverhampton Wanderers, two. Adama Traore with two counterattack goals for Wolves. Late that on man in this is one. fast. He is very quick. And that was apparently Wolves' first win at the home of the first division champions since 1984. Also, the first time Manchester City has been shut out at the Etihad since 2016 when they lost 1 0 to Manchester United by via Marcus Rashford. Wow. Uh, Southampton 1, Chelsea 4. Are we supposed to be freaking out about Christian Pulisic not playing despite? being apparently better statistically than Mason Mount, and despite that fantastic pass I made, assisting on Mishi Batshuayi's goal. I mean, we sh- I don't think we should freak out as much as we need to, or we as much as people are, because he is still showing quality when he's on the pitch. If he was like going out there and just laying an edge, we should be worried, but he is playing well. People are seeing that he's playing well. Pundits around the, around the world are seeing that he's playing well, and eventually... Lampers didn't have to start him yeah. over Mason Mount if this, this keeps up. Um, Definitely will. Speaking of young players doing well, Newcastle won, Manchester United nil. Matthew Longstaff started in this game on his Premier League debut. 
alongside in the midfield his brother, which is awesome. And then he promptly had the two best shots of the game, one rocketed off the crossbar and one rocketed in for the game winner. Yep. Just just fantastic. It's, yeah. It's, Excellent for him. Yeah. Actually, that it was 68% of possession. It's just three shots on targets. And they're just really bad. They are. I, I don't know how much longer they'll be able to take Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. Since Ole's been in charge, I officially was put in, permanently in charge of Manchester United. They have as many points, 17, as Premier, as uh, Liverpool has Premier League wins. 17. Wow. That's a, it's so nice. I understand why that is your favorite stat. Yep. <laughs> All right. Let's move into our next segment. They don't call it soccer in brackets. Some do, though, where we discuss soccer from the rest of the world. First things first, the Champions League. But Liverpool- the championship is a game. Uh, never mind. I'm going to cut that. <laughs> I heard champions. I got excited. No, leave it in. Yeah, leave, leave, it, it, in. leave it in. Like let the world know yeah. mistake. Yeah, we're we're gonna make it even more awkward now. So, oh yeah, if you don't leave it in, we will keep discussing you making that drop. Four uh, three Liverpool over FC Salzburg because apparently they can't call themselves Rebel Salzburg anymore. Um, this was the Jesse Marsh Rudy game. Um, did, did Rudy lose in Rudy? I never watched Rudy. I honestly haven't either. Like, <laughs> Nick, I assume it's Notre Dame. It so, is Notre Dame. So I know um, John Favreau's in it before he was famous as well. Yeah, like not not the podcast John Favreau. No, the like, other like uh, Swinners and yeah, Chef exactly. John Favreau. Yeah, so don't get those two confused. Two very different people, mm-hmm. both similarly talented in their fields. But sure. Um, in any case, Jesse Marsh, that halftime speech very clearly made a difference because Salzburg came out, put three, put two, they two, had, they yeah, got one back there for yeah. halftime. Yeah. So they two goals to really just shock Liverpool at Anfield. But it's okay. Cause most of us the fourth and we won. What kind of monster are you that you are happy about Liverpool winning that game? A Liverpool fan. Indeed. Monster's a harsh word. I'm just saying, like... If, if Salzburg if was seen... playing Arsenal and this happened, you wouldn't be cheering for Arsenal? Honestly, at this point, I'm jaded enough about Arsenal that I'd probably be <laughs> cheering for Salzburg. <laughs> uh, Barcelona with a 2-1 win over Inter. Ajax went to Valencia 1-3-0. Um, in some Europa League action, Man United continued to be absolute garbage, uh, losing... Oh, not or losing, drawing to AZ. Losing nil-nil to AZ. Um, Arsenal with a 4-0 win over Standard Liège, and Wolves with a very late 1-0 win over Besiktas. Which makes their win over Man City even crazier because they had, what, three days rest? Yep. And yeah, it was a, a Thursday to a Sunday. A flight from Turkey. Yes, indeed. Which that is nuts. Very much so. In La Liga news, a 4-2 win for Real Madrid over Granada, who somehow were second place in the table at this point. Um, Barcelona, I know it's early, but dear God. Yeah. Barcelona beats Seville uh, 4-0. They scored three goals in like nine minutes. Yeah. It, it Real was, quick. Yeah. It, it got ugly fast, and Sevilla weren't able to get back into it. Very nice free kick from Leo Messi and an yep. even better bicycle <clears throat> kick from Luis Suarez to open the scoring. Uh, Osman Dembele got sent off in this game for saying the words "muy mal" to the ref after a, a, a arguably very bad red card to his teammate. Yeah, made so, no sense. Yeah, descent is crazy. Yes, indeed. Uh, Bundesliga action: Bayern Munich lost two one to Hoffenheim despite dominating this entire match. All the goals in the last twenty minutes. Hoffenheim just uh, scorched Bayern on the counter for both of those goals. If you want a blueprint for how Minnesota United will win games, go watch that one. Watch Hoffenheim beat Bayern Munich despite really not seeming to have a reliable foothold. Or like how we beat LAFC at LA. 
Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Like it reminded me very much of that game. And then uh, Freiburg tied Dortmund uh, two two. Dortmund's down in the table. Damn, like eighth. Something like that. It's not doing too. Yeah, hot. it's kind of surprising. Um, uh, Schalke one, Cologne one, um, and that's draw four. Yeah, and that is entirely all the Bundesliga I believe, that we will. Uh, uh, so Russia, well, well, but, uh, but but Wolfsburg is in second on the table, guys. Who's in first? Is it Mladenovic? Just Fedora? Yes. Oh, nice. I hey. rem- remembered correctly from Football Weekly. Awesome. And now with that, let's move on to our final segment of the of the evening, or whenever you listen to this, it's evening for us. Confessions. In this segment, Colin confesses all he knows, and you Watch should this. forget. These are my confessions. Just when I thought I said all I can say, my shit on the side. So she got one on the way. These are my confessions. So we alluded to this quite a few times that there is going to be an American football game directly prior to Minnesota United's matchup against the LA Galaxy in the first round of the playoffs at Allianz Field in less than two weeks' time. And it's it's even more maddening knowing that this might be the last chance for St. Thomas to completely destroy the Allianz Field turf before they go into Division One, because uh, they will be moving into the Summit League fairly shortly. However, surprisingly enough, not only does this seem to be a fantastic bit of business for Minnesota United to be bringing in other events to Allianz Field, this actually seems to be a fantastic bit of playing business for this playoff game. And I'm referring, of course, to how fucking damaged that turf is going to be. Now, I I don't know how they knew this, but when they saw that Houston was going to be playing against the LA Galaxy on decision day, sources told me way back in as soon as the schedule was released that there was a very strong likelihood that Minnesota would be playing the LA Galaxy. However, they really were banking on some sort of horrific Galaxy collapse to make sure that they would not be hosting a playoff game. Enter this Houston game where, surprise, surprise, it's Christian Ramirez who Hmm. scores all of these goals. Now, where does the Allianz turf come into play? Very simple. Minnesota knew that the only way that they could really stifle Zlatan Ibrahimovic is if he wouldn't be able to play the ball at all. He complained, of course, about the state of Allianz's turf way back when we played them early in the season. Nil-nil, complete non-factor in that game. However, with all of these root issues, they had to come up with some way to fix things, make it seem like they're dealing with the problem, but make sure that Zlatan would still be slowed down, which is precisely why they were smart to schedule this St. Thomas-St. John's game directly before Zlatan comes to town because every single time that he's come to Minnesota, Zlatan has been concerned about the state of the field, and it's impacted his level of play. This all tracks extremely well. And if it doesn't track well, then they can just get some more like tire tracks on the field beforehand because it's probably going to look as good or better than a fucking football oh, game that happens terrible. the day before. The day before. 27 hours, actually. Yeah. Um, you know what? I just thought of when we played the intro music to this segment. What? Oh, uh, confessions would be a terrible first answer on a wedding. Remember that whole conversation we had? Yeah. Yeah. That that definitely would be. I will... Uh, I went to the end to say it. But I'm, I, I, I'm going to pay somebody. I don't know who the <laughs> DJ is, but my cousin <laughs> is getting married on Saturday, and I will be paying the DJ to swap out their first dance music. Oh, that that's cruel. 
He's like slightly younger than me, so I I have to as the older <laughs> one. I'm sure that his uh, other cousin of ours, that's one of his groomsmen, would like pitch in for it. Okay. Well, then that's probably yeah. fine. Yeah, sounds like something that Carrie would do. With that, it is time for us to tell the good people where they can find us on Twitter. Caleb, where the heck are you? I'm at Olson 716 If you don't know my now, Colin, you should figure that out. We've been doing this for how many years? I know where you are, but <laughs> you, you asked like you didn't know. Uh, I have to at least like keep the veneer going, right? And Notch is at Lotch.Spock. Uh All three of us run the accounts at Two Netted Fans, which makes it kind of funny because there's three of us running that. Indeed, uh, you can find me at the attachment. You can find my writing at e pluribus lunum, and you definitely can't find my writing at TwoUnitedFans.com because producer Nick deleted that website to cover up all evidence. Of my terrible prediction. Speaking of producer Nick, you can find him. No, he has a mic to let him do his own bud. But the championship is a game. Great job. Fantastic <laughs> work. Uh, you can find his views on soccer and politics and Apple products at Nick Rodriguez on Twitter. Tell your friends to listen to We Call It Soccer. Subscribe to our pod on fine podcast providers everywhere. With that, we shall bid you adieu for another seven days. We shall see you next week. <laughs>